Hey there, I'm Adam Gonzalez. And I'm Jesse Espinoza. And this is Creepy Crawling Cryptids, where we talk to you about your favorite Creepy Crawling Cryptids from Crypts to Creeks. Today, we're just going to do a general modern cryptids episode. Yeah, there's new cryptids every day. Every day, someone's finding new cryptids. These are the things that haunt you in your sleep, in your store, uh, you dream when you're asleep and they're looking at you, you know? Uh, yeah, you want to start? Okay. Let's, let's give us a, a soft little definition of cryptid, Jesse. Uh, you know the he stuff didn't have that it down. stuff that goes bump in the night. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's that's a good enough description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scary stuff. Uh, you want me to start? Yeah, quick? kick us off. All right, um, I'm gonna start with the Hellgates Bridge in Alabama. Mm. In the 1950s, a couple was driving over the bridge, and they drove right off of it, and they both drowned and died. And now they say if you drive across it at night with your lights off, they'll appear next to you and leave a little wet spot. <laughs> wet spot. So I have a couple of questions yeah. um, about kicking us off on current cryptids. So we're starting with the 1950s? Well, look. When was the first Bigfoot sighting? Like in the 60s, I think. So this is older than what is known as one of the oldest cryptids. Well, no, as you know, Bigfoot, there's a lot of other things. Look, look, there's not that many. And so I just kind of did, like, mid-1900s laughter, you know? Okay, all right, I, I suppose. Um, so, <laughs> they just pop into your car? Yeah, they and just show they, up. Are they friendly? I mean, I haven't heard of anything you know, like, it's happening. Not, it I sounds like the plot of Beetlejuice. It does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. You're like, yeah, a couple drove off a bridge. Oh, and also, if you drive across it and look behind you, like, I guess you see hell? <laughs> Where is it located again? Alabama. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would. I also wouldn't want to look behind me in Alabama. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah. Uh, you. You want me to move on to mine? You want to. You want to yeah. chat about this, this this hell bridge a little more? Well, you know, there's actually quite a bit of hell bridges. Like, yeah. There's no, the so, Goat Man and stuff too. Well, there's also apparently like like ten different like portals to hell that yeah. people consider portals to hell. There was one I was reading about, but it was, yeah, I think it was early 1900s, where basically the devil, like, helped a girl out of a creek or something. What? <laughs> yeah, he, like, he pulled her out, and then he, he's just like, she's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, I'm the devil. And then <laughs> she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, look at my hooves. And he, like, stomped around and left, like, goat hoof marks. <laughs> and then I, they're like. <laughs> I don't know what he gets out of that. <laughs> You gotta know you're the devil. Uh, yeah, I guess everyone's boss. You want you want to get a little goodwill, huh? Gotta <laughs> <I> represent. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. Okay. Um, so I have right here in front of me. I have an article from Dazed, D A A Z E D. Uh, and they were talking about Lobe, a uh, a haunting cryptid in the AI space. Okay. okay. Uh, well, first off, I would like to say I'm super against AI art, like. No, it's just, like, oh, yeah, super yeah. problematic. Yeah, it doesn't uh, seem great. It's just, like, a whole... It's just a really good way to just shaft artists. But beyond that, um, apparently, uh, the the internet has kind of created uh, this this form of... A, a, a contemporary cryptid, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it is traced directly back to... Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, so, on April, it was a uh, project of exploration... And it was a uh, super composite um, that, uh, based in, in Sweden that sort of just generated this AI image. At, like, pretty much, it was like they were doing a series of AI generations, right? So you generate mm -hmm. something and then generate something else. 
and I guess it just kept loading, like, like, like coming back to lobe. Like, it just kept creating this thing. I'll show you the face. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll post it. It's incredibly unpleasant. Um, and apparently she just keeps popping up, uh, and it's, like, the end, uh, the, the, end, the end of what, like, AIs do, right? Like, mm. they just eventually create something. Um, here, here they, they refer to Loeb as gaunt, desiccated, like a mummy, blood dripping from her fingers, and then others, apparently, her face is ruptured. So, there are, like, variations of her, I guess, but, like, overall, they all look really similar, um... Someone actually said, uh, quote, I don't feel comfortable posting the most disturbing ones. Borderline snuff images of dismembered screaming children. Uh, which, like, <laughs> no. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Um, another, another quote that was featured in this day's article, which I, I will say the quotes are very interesting as they do not have a quoted from. Like, they're just, <laughs> they, are, they are phrases in quotes, but it says, if we want to get rid of her, it's already too late. Um, and that, that would be because, uh, you know, in, in AI stuff, I, I, I guess once it's there, it's always there type thing. And so I, I, I assume if she gets input into one AI system, like, it's just always going to create her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that first chunk. Uh, here here we go. Here's another one. Why is she a clown monster? I don't know. I don't know, Jesse. Um, but yeah, they all come from uh, the AI art tool, like uh, DAL-E2. Uh, so apparently a piece of AI art won in Colorado State Fair competition, which, like, has spurred on a lot of discussion about AI art. Here we go. Here's another picture over. Oh, yeah. They actually do look, like, alike. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing is they just keep popping up. Um, so the AI reproduced her uh, apparently easier than most celebrities. Huh. Which is, is, like, people are taking it to, like, say that, like, it is something that exists in AI. Uh-huh. And it's like an entity in, I suppose. Isn't that weird, though? Huh. Yeah. That is crazy. Oh, here's another one. Oh, it's an ad. <laughs> no! <laughs> wait, 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 there we go. Oh, why is it this one, like, angelic? Like, he, she's leading the, the other AI to isn't the that, holy land. Isn't that shit weird? Yeah. Um, that one's the most alarming. <laughs> So, the other ones are just creepy, but this one's like she's leading her flock, like a, like a Moses character. So, so I don't like that at all. Some people are saying that uh, it constitutes art, but it also reveals the AI's weakness for malicious use in other cases. So um, when, when we really get down to talking about it, right, whether or not it's actually some type of entity that is existing in AIs and computers, probably unlikely, but never zero. Um, and the, the, the alarming photos are really just like, what the fuck? Like, we're gonna, we'll post a couple. But the biggest thing that it does bring up about AI art is that it kind of can be weaponized. So, like, think about, like, the ones that children have access to, where they can, um, kind of create their own AI art. If stuff like that is already pre-entered into it before they get there to the site and they start putting in, you know, their drawings or whatever, Mm -hmm. they're eventually gonna come out with something like that. So it definitely is, like, a dangerous thing, and I think it's... A really good example of like a contemporary cryptid in the sense that like kids are gonna tell scary stories about this shit. Yeah, because oh, it is man. unsettling looking. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that one. She looks like she smokes inside of her apartment with the windows closed. Yeah, she does actually. <laughs> yeah. She has a bunch of like dead plants around her apartment. <laughs> yeah, and just like get like, rid one of those people that like like has cats, but like a bunch of like dead ones too. Uh, like they don't know though, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, she looks no. like that. So, Jesse, what's your next one? Okay. Well, mine is the story of Corpsey in New York. 
I even heard that name. Yeah, it's like a big urban legend thing, especially on the East Coast. Where... Corpsey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's like if you go to like a camp or like a children's hospital or other, you know, like children children activities. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Kids are already creepy. Yeah, and so they they talk about a man that like lurks around with a hook for a hand, and then <laughs> <laughs> if you're all by yourself, you gonna get you. Uh, yeah. I I typically think that it's just a safe way to think, right? Yeah, you probably <laughs> like, shouldn't be wandering around in a camp. If you're right? a small child. Yeah. But, yeah, and then there's, like, I guess there's, like, a whole documentary about him, like, if he was real or not. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, maybe this guy, Andre Rand, or also known as the Pied Piper of Staten Island. What the fuck? <laughs> he, like, kidnapped children. And he was convicted of two, but they, like, suspect he did, like, a bunch more. Typically, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was only convicted of two. Those are the only ones that did he Did he have a hook hand? I don't think so. No, he didn't. Oh. But, so, obviously not him. <laughs> he just kidnapped kids? Yeah, you know, as okay. people do. And then uh, yeah. he got two consecutive 25-year uh, uh, sentences, so he'll be up for parole in 2030-something. Yeah, that doesn't seem like enough. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't... Doesn't seem like long enough for someone who's taking kids, really. Yeah, well, you know, what are you gonna do? I put them in there longer, <laughs> under the prison. Put them under it. Under the prison. Yeah, under the prison. Yeah. I just like, like, like taking a child is just so nefarious. Yeah, I it mean. is just so evil. Like that is up there. Um, although the hook hand thing is, is pretty prevalent in a lot of like like campfire. You were in Boy Scouts, question yeah, right? yeah. You guys told stories about shit like that, right? Not really, honestly. Really? We, <laughs> yeah. we just kind of talked about whatever. We didn't really. We just mostly talked about video games and stuff. Honestly, as a, as a Boy Scout. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, being a Boy Scout is uh, it's a lot of like sitting around. You know, apparently I wanted to be a Boy Scout when I was younger. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't get to be. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. It happens. But, yeah, um, I thought you guys would have told, like, scary campfire stories or something. Not really. Because, like, yeah, I can't really think of any. <laughs> I don't think we ever really did. <laughs> this is the most disappointed I've ever been. So, uh, I camped a lot. I wasn't a Boy Scout, but I camped a lot growing up with my godmother and uh, with my Nina, and she... Uh, on one of the road trips back, we stopped at this like weird little like mini museum, and they had like a like a campfire horror stories book that I got that oh. absolutely terrorized me the whole time <laughs> home. Like they these I don't know who writes these and why they're for children, but they're like oh yeah, the guy came out of the campfire and took him, and you never saw him again. And you're like what? Is, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I shouldn't be reading this. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed actually about this. Tell your next story, Jesse. <laughs> Okay, how about the bunny man? <laughs> so I'm not sure when this one happened. I didn't write down. Uh-huh. But so uh, basically uh, in uh, this place called Clifton, I didn't write down where it was. <laughs> so Clifton, mm-hmm. wherever that is, uh, they were upset because they put in an insane asylum in right. their city. So they protested it. And so finally the people got their way and uh, they got all the, all the people transferred somewhere else. So they loaded up all the people into the all the patients into the bus and it crashed. And they all ran away, but the cops were able to capture them all except for one. Ooh. And he was the buddy man? <laughs> yeah, cuz he like I guess he would eat like a lot of small animals cuz he just ran into the woods. <laughs> 
So I think he just like ate a lot of small animals like bunnies. <laughs> That's why they call him Bunny Man. So this is just, just a, a, a clinically ill person, like like yeah. mentally ill, and they're just like, yeah, it's the fucking Bunny Man yeah, out there. He has a hatchet, and I think he attacked people. <laughs> like he's living out there. He's living the good life, you know. He's doing what he wants to do. Right? Yeah, he's living his life. This is the Bunny Man. Ah, <sighs> the Bunny Man. <laughs> I I think I've also heard that one, and like. I, I, I do find it interesting that a lot of like urban horror stories are just like the fear of mentally ill people. Yeah, I do. I do find that very interesting. Oh, and the man. fear of bridges, <laughs> <laughs> bridges, people neurodivergent. Yeah, I don't like crossing over things. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it feels like an old Puritan thing, doesn't it? Like, they'd be like, oh, I don't like bridges. Yeah, the devil's on the other side. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> you trying to go from point A to point B, man. <laughs> Just trying not to get my feet wet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a bone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, well, so I'll, I'll go ahead and hop into my next one, uh, which... We're once again on Dazed here. They got some great articles. They talk about contemporary uh, cryptids, as I thought we were going to do. Uh, well, these are all, you know, post-World War II. <laughs> that's, that's modern. You know, most things are post-World War II. <laughs> yeah, that's modern. That's what I define as modern. Um, so apparently, apparently for this one, uh, there's some movies in, in production. Uh, and the, the people behind The Ring and The Grudge franchises are, are helming it. But right. do you do you remember Momo the, the, the Oh yeah yeah this one yeah I don't like it's <laughs> so it's unsettling um, but like so I guess the, the the hoax went viral because apparently uh, one of the Kardashians posted about it on on Instagram and and used the, the, the they're quoting her here I I have to do more research because I can't believe this is true but maybe it would be used the quote. The quote, kids are going to die. Um, or at least injure themselves after receiving this message on, on WhatsApp. And so it's like a whole thing. Um, but it just kind of goes once again into like the culture of like virality, right? Yeah. And like how this is a thing that just kind of got tossed around. But I actually think it's it's a photo of um, the creepy, like the, the, the joke YouTube character, the creepy obsessed girl or the obsessed girlfriend or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it, like, they took a photo of her and like hypersaturated it and then like, widened the eyes and the mouth, then turned it into, like, a whole thing. But apparently, um, the... The the movie is going to take, uh, follow, follow a group of teenagers uh, who start disappearing after one of them tells the story of Momo. Oh. A strange spirit of a bird-like woman that targets its victims via phone calls and text messages. Oh. Um, and, you know, sometimes I think to myself about, like, Maybe maybe we're running out of ideas. <laughs> maybe there's maybe we need to return. You know, maybe it's okay to reinvent the wheel, right? <laughs> like let's let's come up with some new shit because like I promise you, this movie's not going to be good. It doesn't um, sound very good. But apparently, so okay, so the challenge. So uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this to you verbatim here. The phenomenon started uh, from a sculpture called Mother Bird by uh, artist Keisuke Iso. And the challenge went viral in 2018, and apparently in Indonesia there was a newspaper that suggested a 12-year-old girl had died by suicide doing quote-unquote the Momo challenge. Um, but I guess it was just a game that pretty much, as kids do, right, like you yeah. make up this game that like gets you to hurt yourself. And so it was like a, a, a game where you would like, I guess, do a series of dangerous challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, like this is, there's just a lot of like... Like natural selection finds a way. 
Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're listening to Momo. Um, yeah, so look forward to the Momo movie. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be scary. Oh, yep, I'm sure. <sighs> All right, well, you want to hear about werewolves? Oh, of course I want to hear about werewolves, Jesse. All right, so in a little town called Defiance, Ohio, in the 70s, uh, there was a werewolf, specifically 1972, because it only happened during the summer of 1972. Huh, that's like, actually really odd. Yeah, he just kind of ran around and like tried to get into people's houses and like juggle, jingled their little like doorknobs and stuff and like looked through the windows. And then people who saw it said it was like this big hairy monster in rags. And then, and then after the summer, it disappeared. That is odd. I always find stories like that odd because like what. What reason do people have to lie about that? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Like, what, like, what, like, why would anyone lie about that? <laughs> so just one summer. Yeah, just one summer. May, like, did anyone's house actually get broken into? No, I just tried to break in. It had to be like a hoax, right? Like, like kids doing a little hoaxy. Mm, hoax some teens, or maybe yeah. some homeless guy. But why? But like, a homeless guy would eventually break in, right? I mean, unless they're real, like, you know, they don't have much motivation. <laughs> Man, the door's locked. <laughs> Wasn't there a serial killer like that? I was like, if the door's unlocked, I walk in. Oh, yeah. The, they wanted that. It was like the vampire. He yeah, went by the vampire. vampire. Like San Diego or San Francisco. Yeah, it's like one that. of the sands. Yeah. Yeah, he'd just walk in and be like, well, they want me to kill him. Yeah. So uh, maybe, it was, maybe it was like that. He was like, man, no one here wants to die. <laughs> oh, and he man. just moved on. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real bummer. <laughs> so in the same kind of vein, there's the, the beast of Blandoit... Bladenboro. You got there. Bladenboro in North Carolina. Uh-huh. So in the 1950s, they were, like a bunch of dogs were found just kind of dead with their their blood drained out of them. So they're like, whoa. Huh. So they like had a whole like uh, like uh, a posse rounded up to hunt this beast. Right, yeah, as you would. I assume with pitchforks and, and uh, torches. Of course they had pitchforks and torches. They weren't a good they weren't a good posse if they did. Yeah, yeah. So and then but then they didn't find anything. But they still have like a beast festival now. It's called Beast Fest and they Where every they all year pitch force and torches. It's just like a festival nowadays. <laughs> I mean look. And then I guess people think it's just the large bobcat nowadays. So that like that kind of makes sense. But like things like that always kind of like like miff me a little bit because like like the Chew of Copper, right? Like mm-hmm. what's drinking goat's blood? Yeah. Like like why weird. is it not being eaten? Like, like, yeah. like, especially, like, why is just its throat ripped out and it's, like, drained of blood? Like, that is yeah. weird. Yeah, that is weird. That's always, that's, that's one of the, like, few cryptids that, like, fully sits, uh, like, weird with me. Because, like, what's a rational explanation for that? Because if, if it was getting drained of his blood and it was getting, like, like, if a human was doing that, you would find the blood missing. Like, you would find it pulled somewhere. And they never do. It's just an animal drained of blood. I don't know. I don't know, man. Mm. Chukar was real. Yeah. It's gotta be real. There's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no proof against it. It's gotta be real. Yeah. I sh- I know you know this one, but uh, it's it's in uh, the the uncanny world of liminal spaces. Uh, you know you know the back the back rooms. Oh, I know. Yeah, the back rooms. Um, the back rooms kind of came out of uh, of sort of just like this this. I, I I believe it started on Reddit, and there's this like small group that enjoyed uh, like stories in the back rooms and all this stuff. And, um, and for for those of you who don't know, we'll probably post the picture. But it's usually, like, um, I guess, like, the idea is to, like, create livable spaces. So it'll be, like, an empty storeroom with, like, like, like an, an old empty office building um, that just looks a little eerie, a little uncanny. Maybe it has, like, just a chair in the middle, right? And, and they're usually broke down, um, and they look uh, unsettling. But um, it, it's gone, like, incredibly viral on TikTok, and it actually kind of burned the, like, 
uh, like a niche of its own from what it even was on Reddit. Because on Reddit, there's like kind of like a set of core rules on if you're making backroom content, like what okay. it was going to be. But you know, there's none of that on TikTok. <laughs> and it sort of ran rampant. And then people started creating like stories and like beasts that were in the backrooms and videos and stuff like that. And it was really a very interesting space to watch. Uh, in real time, watch like uh, I guess like a cryptid, right? Like a contemporary cryptid or or a contemporary hoax or something like that. Like develop like mm-hmm. real time, like with your own eyes. You know, I definitely found that really interesting. I don't think there's any stories of anyone like hurting themselves or anything in the back rooms. But you know, everyone has a story like, oh my, my friend and I played a game we were in the back rooms and we barely escaped. You know, so it's just very interesting. And it's yeah. like you know, there's always apparently a presence right behind you. It's very, it's very neat. Ugh. Well, would you like to hear about the Riverdale Road, Riverdale Road in Colorado? Yeah, of course. So one day, I don't know when, a driver hit a jogger, and the driver panicked and just drove off, and the and the jogger died. This got sad really quick. <laughs> like he made it sound fun, and then it got sad really fast. No, they're all bummers. So, uh, so yeah, so the the jogger died. And then, so they say, like, if you park your car where the driver, where the jogger was hit, you can hear footsteps, like, coming towards your car, and then the jogger hitting your car. <laughs> that, that is a big so much, like, so differently than I anticipated. Because, like, you know, you have a park. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Does he dent in your car or does it just make the noise? Yeah, uh, he leaves, like, handprints. I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fist if he'd, like, dead in my car. I'd be like, bro. Yeah, come on, dude, you're already dead. Um, you know, what's, what's interesting about that story is that, like, if it's true, that guy could have saved that guy's life. I mean, probably. You know? Well, you know, eh, that's not to think about too is much. Is it, is it like, oh, I have a question. <laughs> yeah? Is it just like, like, a long, empty road, or is it just like a regular road next to Folk's house? Oh, it's like out in the middle of nowhere. Kind oh, of okay, yeah. okay. Why was he jogging in the middle of nowhere? You know, people. I'm poking holes in your story, Jesse. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just bringing I'm just bringing what I found. All right. Uh, all right. What's, what's your next one? Doing the doing the Alex Jones defense. <laughs> I just read it somewhere and I'm reporting on it. Did you see? Did you see the video of him saying the women throw themselves at him? No. And then people ask for his autograph all the time because he tells the truth. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't want to talk about it. He's he's an actual <laughs> modern encrypted. Yeah, that's something else. Oh, okay. How about the lady in white in North Dakota? Ew. So, the story goes that a, a young woman got pregnant, and so her dad was like, well, you're getting married to him, so they had a shotgun wedding. Uh-huh. And then, but the problem is, like, a little after the, the wedding, the baby dies, and then she, like, didn't like this guy, and so she just, like, forced him to marry, so she killed herself by hanging herself. And uh, so now they now when you drive by the the tree that she hung herself on, you can see her hanging there sometimes. Did they just not take her down. No, it did, but like her ghost is hanging there. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, if anything, it's just a story about uh, about contraception yeah. and about uh, comprehensive sexual education. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, because none of it would have happened <laughs> if we properly understood contraception. Probably. <laughs> She's just hanging there in white. Yeah, because she's like wearing her wedding dress. I guess she put her wedding dress back <laughs> that's, on. That's where I was going. <laughs> she's just like, you know what? 
have to prove a point, <laughs> I'm gonna put my wedding dress back on. Yeah, it's poetic, really. Yeah, it's poetic. Yeah, she I was guess. she was telling a story. She was telling a story. She was like, I want to be a cool looking ghost. Well, yeah, not only that, she was like, I want them to know that this is why. I'm <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, good for her, I suppose. Hmm. Um, here's another one. So uh, in Pennsylvania, there's just a bus that goes nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. So let, I'll paint you a scene. You can't start right? a sentence like that. Well, I gotta, I gotta paint you a scene. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. You're having things are bad. You're like, I need to get away, start uh-huh. a new life, down in the big city or whatever. I don't know. So you're running away from something, you know. As you do. As you do. So you, you go, uh, you go get a bus. You, you get a bus ticket. You get a bus. You're on the bus. There's no one else on the bus, and uh-huh. then it just kind of goes until you like are ready to face the world again and then it lets you off and then time is kind of weird too <laughs> sounds like therapy <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're being held hostage yeah until you until you, until you face your demons that's nice i guess is it though well time is weird so like you're not losing any time well because like it was really vague on like time <laughs> is weird for them that they get off and then like it doesn't seem like that long but it's been a while i guess i don't know <laughs> It was pretty vague about the whole time deal. You know, I think sometimes it's better to be vague. <laughs> but, like, uh, it's kind of like a hyperbolic time. Think of how much stuff you could get done. Yeah. And that would help. Yeah. Help you, fix things. Yeah, what if you're, like, trying to write a novel? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You're like, man, I can't write this novel. And you just get on this bus and finish your novel and you finish it in, like, a day. Oh, the Game of Thrones guy needs to get onto that. He's never going to finish that book. <laughs> I don't want to make that clear. I just want to know how it ends. Like, He's not good. Gonna I just want a good ending. He wrote himself into a corner. Let's 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 get, let's get past this. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll do one more. I have one All more right. one All more right. logged up because mine have been a little a little a little softer, I suppose. Uh, so I this is super vague, and I apologize. Uh, but so apparently, there's a ghost or entity that had been haunting a Mexican uh, pinata store. <laughs> No, yeah? So it sounds it sounds funny, but there's like a lot of really fucked up videos. Oh no! Um, and you can find them on like TikTok and YouTube and stuff. And as as of right now, like I'm going like I've been going through, uh, like like everything, like the videos that were made and whatnot. And apparently, they have not been debunked yet. Oh. Uh, and so like it is it is freaky. I I did show you one of the um, photos. So apparently, in one of the photos, you see the entity hiding amongst pinatas. Oh, which one? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See. Um, yeah, and so you'll see it having more pinatas. There's another, uh, there's a video where where the the owner of the store and someone else are like doing something, and in the background, you see what looks like hair slowly like snaking out of like um of like one of the like cupboards, like a grudge. Yes, it's like horrific, and so like apparently some just weird shit had gone on in the store, like things getting thrown and whatnot, as you know the tip the typical you know ghost ghost story type shit, but um. And there was apparently this one pinata that I was tied to, and it was in a couple of the videos. And I guess he had sold the pinata at some point. And <laughs> on a had, discount, <laughs> like fifty yeah. percent off. And then it was so bad, like whatever it was, like was occurring at the house, they like made him come pick it up. And apparently he went and picked it up. And then in the video where he after he picked it up, he has it in the car, and then he like flips his car, and that's the last video that was ever posted from this guy about this pinata shop. Like the car, like straight up flips. Like, you see it in the video, because, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, everything, like, turns upside down, and the camera goes wild. Mm-hmm. And some people have, like, dissected the video and say that, like, you can, like, kind of see something in the back seat when everything's going on. And, like, 
I don't know. It just seems horrific. And I just feel like sometimes the idea of, like, entities, right? Because, like, it reminds you of, um, what's her name? The one that the Wards had. Uh, the little, the little doll. Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah, yeah Annabelle. Uh, Annabeth? Annabelle? Annabelle. Annabelle. Um, it reminds me of that, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause like, you know, maybe, maybe ghosts and demons aren't real, but why, why run the risk, right? Yeah, I'm not about that life. Uh, but yeah, no, it's absolutely horrific. And like, if I could find the videos and stuff, I'll show you later. But like, they are horrifying. But that's all oh, I have. Lord. That's, that's what I have wrapped up. Those are all my contemporary cryptids and monsters. Okay. Well, I mean, I have one more. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, it's wrapped up. All right. Lay it on me. Okay. So this one's the underwater town of Lake, uh, Lanier. In Georgia. Okay. All right. So back in the 19, 1946, uh, Georgia government bought a bunch of bought a, a town and put a lake there. But they were like, we don't want to demolish this town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that costs money. So we're just going to fill it up as is. Okay. So now there's just like a town under the water. And uh, so uh, and then like there's just like a crazy amount of accidents that happen on this lake. Right. And like in 2011, uh, there were 17 deaths there. That's actually very weird. <laughs> yeah, and like people talk about like feeling arms and like legs touching them under the water. Oh, <laughs> and then they'll like look and there's nothing there. That's gross. Yeah, so that's that. <laughs> uh, a little interesting uh, history fact here. Yeah, uh, there's actually a lot of underwater cities oh. um, because uh, it's very fucked up. Um, but uh, black communities would pop up. Yeah. And uh, they would develop cities practically, right? Like, mm-hmm. just re- like regular cities. Like, nothing crazy. Like, yeah, not, yeah. It's not, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is history. Yeah. Um, and they would have their own cities practically. Uh, and then the... Uh, and th- this was mostly, like, the Midwest and the South, right? Yeah. And uh, once these places would crop up and start to kind of garner success, the uh, larger white cities or larger white, uh, predominantly white areas surrounding them would then either buy it out or just, like, terrorize it. And then there are multiple flooded cities or lakes that exist in America that only exist because they flooded a, uh, the city of, um, of, of, of like a black-owned city. Right? Yeah. America's history is tough. It's a tough yeah, one. It's a real bummer. But yeah, um, so like you know, I'm sure those are haunted. Yeah. Because like you you can't put that much evil into something. Like, like, you know, like, actively destroying the community without creating some type of, like, I, I, even if it's, like, not ghosts or something, like, putting that much negative energy into something has to be bad. It definitely at least has bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was fun, contemporary cryptids. Uh, welcome back to Creepy Crawling Cryptids. Uh, we're happy to have you guys back. Uh, you know, we're, we're here sharing the truth. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing about the truth. Nothing about the truth. No, everything we say we believe in. <laughs> 100%. Yep. Every story we tell is true. We've never lied or told a hoax story before. Everything that is on this podcast is 100% true and infallible, and you can take us to court on that. Please don't. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, that's uh, Adam Gonzalez. And Jesse Espinoza. And uh, we'll see you next time. If there is a next time. <laughs>